Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, March 6th. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We are great to ha- uh, glad to have you here. Uh, the call-in number, if you have a comment or question for tonight's uh, conversation, is 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. We have Marietta Carter-Narcisse. Um, joining us tonight, she's no stranger to the show, um, and we have a conversation going tonight about something that we've talked about several times before, especially um, back in 2020, we had a series of shows on diversity and inclusion, and tonight we want to chat with Marietta about, you know, basically where we think we are now with this whole topic and and if we're even making progress, um, and definitely where do we go from here. We're going to talk about it tonight, but first I'm going to bring Denise on so she can say hello. Good evening, everyone, and again, welcome to the show. Thank you guys for joining us uh, tonight. Um, Just really quickly, I wanted to give a reminder about after the show, we're going to probably be over on Twitter spaces for about a half-hour conversation over there where we'll recap tonight's show as well as just have a little um, beauty talk. Um, but very quickly, wanted to give um, some quick uh, news from the Powder Group. Tomorrow, they're having their Powder Group Pro to Pro session, Corey Hiratska, and it's going to be a focus on skin, a focus on skin. So if you're interested 
in joining that seminar, uh, you can reach out to Kenya at thepowdergroup.com. Again, you can RSVP and email Kenya at thepowdergroup.com. If you are a uh, Powder Group Pro member or union or PBA member, um, you can attend for free. Uh, so again, just RSVP Kenya at thepowdergroup.com. If you are a non-member, the uh, the rate for that course is sixty-five dollars. And then after tomorrow, the next one up will be April 4th, Mastering Clean Beauty with Carmilla Cunney. And very quickly, we decided that we would highlight um, a few women in the month of March for Women's History Month. So tonight, I've decided to highlight Jennifer King. She's the first black woman NFL coach. Uh, Jennifer King was hired in 2021 to serve as a coach for the Washington football team making her the first black woman assistant coach in the National Football League's 101-year history. King says her appointment is a step forward towards changing the narrative surrounding racial and gender representation in sports leadership. Representation means so much, she said in a statement. It's really important right now uh, to be a good representative, what I, think, what I didn't have growing up. I didn't have anyone that looked anything like me working. To be able to see that, I think, is big. It's super cool to be a part of the NFL. So congratulations to Jennifer King on becoming the first black woman NFL coach. That's amazing. Amazing. Um, Also, speaking of featuring women this month, at least one of our shows this month will be dedicated to bringing a special woman on the show. Um, So look out for that. We have some special people um, planned. So look out for more information on that as well. All right. So, Marietta, how are you tonight? <laughs> I'm great. How are you guys doing? <laughs> I came on so early. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so early. <laughs> I know. And I actually came on, and I was like, Marietta? And you didn't say anything. I said, oh, she must have stepped away. <laughs> no, no, no. I was here waiting for you, just waiting, you know. Anyone jump the gun? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm good. good. I'm here in South Florida, you know, where the rest of the world might be freezing. <laughs> we're not here in Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> well, you guys are freezing. You guys kind of have mid-range weather. We had 81 degrees yeah. today. Oh, see? Okay. So you're probably better than we were here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've we've been having like uh, mid seventies to eighties pretty much all week, and maybe last week too. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. So, uh, there's yeah. nothing like warm weather for me. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I talked to my parents tonight, and they're having like mid seventies tomorrow in Maryland. Really? So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a surprise. <laughs> so, but we'll, so we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah, I know. Don't get too happy yet, right? Right. We'll see how long it lasts. So, Marietta, back in 2020, um, actually you were one of the guests that kind of started this discussion off. Um, We talked a lot about diversity. And I just had a couple, like, tweets that I wanted to put out there just to kind of start the conversation. And then just want to know your thoughts about it, now, I will say these tweets are not this year or 2021's tweets, but it, it just describes pretty much what 
black actors have been going through since forever. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll read a couple of them. Let's see. Let's see. So Yvette Nicole Brown said, most black actresses come to a new set with their hair done, me, speaking of herself, or bring their wigs and clip-ins with them. It's either, that, it's either that or take a chance that you will look crazy on screen. Many of us also bring our own foundation. One too many times seeing no shade that matches will learn you. And then someone responded to that saying, most black actors get their hair cut or styled outside of set often at their own expense, this is a guy speaking, um, often at their own expense because Hollywood hairstylists are one size fit all, and that all does not include black hair. This has been my experience for the last 20 years in this business, and it hasn't changed at all. And then, let's see, we have... We have one uh, black actress who says that she um, styles her own hair, spends hours styling her own hair like the night before she has to go in to, uh, to shoot because they don't know what to do with her hair. So she comes in with all these different styles. Um, also, uh, some other one I wanted to read. I'll make it on a different one. Then actress Gabourey Sidibe tweeted that if production doesn't have a budget, and when she said that, that told me that the the hair team was already fully staffed um, without a black stylist. So she says if a production doesn't have a budget to hire a black hairstylist to work with her on set, she will ask the director to consider protective styles for her character, which she can install ahead of filming. So just wanted to kind of read a couple of things that some black actors go through and, and different ways that they try to uh, remedy the whole situation. One goes to the director and say, hey, can I wear protective styles, probably braids or weaves or extensions, and they get it done before they come. Others do mm-hmm. their own hair the night before they come. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I, I, you know, lately I've been noticing that shows have become much more diverse. I, I mm-hmm. have seen, I've been watching a lot of shows lately, and, and both my husband and I realized we started to see a lot more interracial couples, um, just a lot more stuff that we normally would not see in your typical show that, quote, unquote, is a, predominantly a white show. Like mm-hmm. mostly the cast, if it's a black um, person, they cast with you know a similar black person. You know, you know what I mean. It's a couple, but now I've been seeing a lot more interracial, and I've been paying mm-hmm. attention to the hairstyles of when 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 a predominantly white show has thrown a few black people in there, and you know, and they're mixing it up, and the the you know the the star might be a black male with a, a white female lead, you know, or whatever. But I'm seeing there's a difference now. I don't know what that trailer looks like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, who's doing the makeup and hair, but I've been paying close attention to 
the end results. I'm not sure who's doing it um, unless I search the credits. And sometimes, to be honest with you, I don't. But I've noticed right. the last few shows that I've watched, I've noticed that things look pretty good. So, um, like, I wasn't alarmed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then there are a couple of shows um, of the same mm -hmm. nature where I am alarmed at who was doing the makeup Mm -hmm. here. Right. And I've seen, I've seen, like you were saying, like you were saying, you started to notice a lot of things. Like I've noticed it in commercials, but I do recall Mm -hmm. reading. I do recall reading though. Now it's kind of like something set in stone with the Academy um, that, you know, in every, like, you know, in different show, like in every show or movie, there has to be either a black person, a gay person. So they have all of mm-hmm. these things listed where, you know, so I know that you're going to definitely see a lot of this. You see, you, you start to see a lot of um, gay couples, um, yes. even in commercials. You see, mm-hmm. you know, you begin to see a lot of that. So, I believe we will continue to always see that. Um, my thing is what's happening behind the scenes. So I do know there's a lot of shows, like you were saying, you start to see a lot of more black actors on TV. And, you know, I think they're just greenlighting a lot more. Um, and plus you have all of these streaming channels and things like that. So you're probably going to see a lot of more content where, where you will see a lot more black actors out there. I'm just wondering, um, you know, I, I can almost I, I assume. Think, and I, sorry. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, I think the makeup and I think the crew now has to catch up to what we're seeing. Yeah. On the to what we're seeing. Definitely. Exactly. And I, I don't think we're I do there know, yet. No, I don't think we're there yet either because I'm almost sure, I can't promise it because I just don't know, but I'm almost certain that when you see some of these shows where, for instance, like a Run the World or a Harlem where there's um, four black women, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And pretty much, the, pretty much the major cast are all black male and female. I'm almost certain that there is going to be several black artists on those trailers. Right. Um, right. Definitely. I, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, because if nothing else, at least the hair department, if nothing else. Well, yeah, especially yeah. now with all of the, the natural hairstyles and where mm-hmm. you've seen a, a, a real surge in our own natural hair being showcased and profiled in so many different beautiful styles as opposed to the typical you're black, let's straighten your hair out. Um, let's put a straight wig on you, you know. Even if it's a wig, it's a much mm-hmm. more textured wig than before. Right. Right. Which is amazing that we're seeing more textured hair. Um, and mm-hmm. But the fact that we're seeing more textured hair, I don't, I feel like if, you know, when you see those shows, and I would probably use these shows a lot because I'm almost certain that they have all black artists on Harlem and Run the World. When you see more mm-hmm. textured hair, you, you're you're really believing that black artists are there working with them. But when you mm-hmm. see some textured hair on these on these shows where there's predominantly white cast, we don't know what the situation is. We don't know if that one black person was hired just to do that hair, 
Mm-hmm. Or if it was a or if it's a very diverse trailer from the very beginning. We have no idea. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think UPMs are there yet. I, I, I think yeah. they're still scrunching. Well, we've got a black star working in the show, let's bring somebody black on as opposed to what I think is should be the norm. Let's make sure that when we put a team together, we have a diversified team. Making sure right. that whoever you hire the department head, you insist that that department head creates a diversified team. I don't think we're there yet. Mm-hmm. No, no. And then, no, and then for I, I, me, for me, for me, I'm always, you know, because we want to make sure teams are diversified. I also want to make sure the diversified teams are qualified. So it's one thing to include these people, but it's another thing if they can't do the job. Right. So I think that's going to be, you know, at least for me, that's the most important thing is that they can do the job. So we definitely want, um, you know, representation. You know, if you have a black actor, I I think, you know, the black actor should see a black hair person or, you know, or a black makeup person. Um, That's but definitely somebody who can do the job. Because Did I'm not saying that there are some. I said, you that's said qualified. qualified? That's right, qualified. that's qualified. Yep. yep. Don't just bring your friend that's qualified. Don't just. That's it. That's it. Don't just do it, you know? But you got to have somebody that's qualified. Because I know UPMs who, of course, well, we all know UPMs like this. They hire the same people over and over and over. You know, for them, most of the time, it's like, most of the time, it's like, you know, this person can can head up the department because, you know, she keeps the peace in the hair and makeup trailer, and, you know, actors never complain, actors love her, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, every show they get, they don't care what the show is, they're calling that person. They're calling that person because for them, they just want to make sure the actors are happy, you know, but they're not thinking about actors being happy with their hair and makeup. Some of them do. Some of them think about that, but some of them don't. I I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they don't spend enough time in our trailers to even know what we do. That's it. They don't take the time. They're just, so many are just paper pushers. They don't take the time to understand what we do. They just don't. And and yeah. that's a sad part about our industry. It's like they hire you, but they just never really pay attention to what you actually do. So they don't know what really goes on in our trailer. They hire that person because they've got a great relationship with that person, but they don't know if that department head is hired is really a cordial department head to work with. They don't know if that right. department head um, – is going to be open enough to, to, to step outside of their own comfort zone and bring in people that they've never worked with before who might be of a different ethnicity than they are. They don't know any of that. And um, and I don't think they stress it enough to, okay, I'm putting you in this position because we've got a history of working together, but I also want to start to see you stepping out of your comfort zone and bringing in other people to diversify your department a bit more. They don't do that. And yes. and, and they they don't do that. And the only time they scrunch and run around to try to do that 
as if it's a typical um, show with all white people, and then they might just go, oh, we've got an Asian working tomorrow, we've got a black working the next day. So get somebody in here. Yeah. Which, which shouldn't be. You don't need to have all white department because the show is all white. Well, sometimes it is the other situation. Sometimes you have an all-white department, and the show has mostly black actors. And I was about to say, I was about to say that too. But you know, yeah, it's it's it, it's like we need to start looking at making sure that our departments, when they're staffed, they're staffed, you know, in a in a professional manner with a diverse crew. Because I, ninety-nine point nine percent of the time. I look at the camera department, and the camera department is never diversified. The, the camera department is what? Never diversified. Oh, no, it's never diversified. No. You know, it, it, it's always the same look all, over and over and over again, regardless of who the show yeah. is about. Yeah. So you know, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's it, it, I I look around on some of the shows. I'm like, wow, really? Or you can or when you in the camera time? in the camera department, when you do have diversity in the camera department, most of the people are of color are um, assistants. You know, they're not um, they're not camera operators. They're not no. the DP. No. You know what I mean? They're, Sometimes they're the focus puller. Sometimes, you know, but most I, I of the time, seldom, I I very seldom see the focus pull. I what I see for diversity, uh, 99.9% males, and then what they'll have a young white females. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one the one show that I worked on, I, I day played on a couple times, um, where there was an all black. Um, camera department, the DP, all the way down. And I think there was one white camera operator, and then he left, and they replaced him with a black camera operator. So the whole department was black, and that was on um, Coming to America, too. Really? Mm-hmm. The, the, the cinematographer was black on Coming to America, too? Yep. Uh-huh. Now he he hasn't been a cinematographer for very long, but okay. for oh. a few years now. Mm. Mhm. Because when I met him, he was a camera operator. Okay. And that was some years. That was years ago. Hmm. Interesting. That was years ago. Yeah. But that was the first time I had ever seen it. I couldn't get over it, really, oh, yeah, because you I never see that. I think we still have work to do. I really do. Um, yeah, I, really I think do we. Too. I think we still. I think we still have work to do. Um, I again, like I said, I, I I see. I am seeing the visual changes. I mean, really, really definitive changes in front of the camera. I'm seeing a lot of that. In front of the camera, but I don't know what these makeup and hair trailers and camera crews look like, or the AD department yeah. for that matter. Yeah, 
And that's an interesting think, department to talk about diversity. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think I think I think we have to keep talking about it. I mean, I think I think it's um, until it becomes the norm. Right. Right. Uh, until it, be, it, it because it should be the norm. It should be the norm. It 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 um it it shouldn't we shouldn't we shouldn't be having these conversations still as far as. You know, when we walk on a, a, a set, the set should automatically be representative of the world we live in. It really should be. It shouldn't be a situation like we've had with friends. You live in New York City, and you don't have one black friend. Yeah, right. Not one. But but, it's, but you know, it, it's it's still the same. Where when you walk on on a set of a television show or a movie that people may consider to be black, you still have you know most of the crew is white. You still work on, you know, you walk on these shows that are all white and most of the crew is white. You know, we stick out like a sore thumb and it might just be, you know, one or two people in the hair and makeup department. Um, You know, um, and you're not, besides hair and makeup, you're not going to find many black people anywhere else unless it's a PA or um, maybe somebody in props or something. Or maybe, maybe somebody that's maybe. in the grip a grip department, maybe one or two, whatever. But yeah, yeah, we're maybe, still outnumbered. Maybe, maybe, and we're still outnumbered. And a lot of times, I can't put all of the blame on them, of course. But a lot of times, I blame actors sometimes for not opening up their mouths. Um, you started to hear a lot of actors say stuff, you know, in 2020. But before then, nobody was saying anything. You know, you had mm-hmm. Denzel demanding mm-hmm. that there be a one black in every department, but that's Denzel. Nobody else was saying anything. Now you have some other, you know, actors who are now speaking out and, and saying stuff. But where were you before? Because this situation has been going on from the beginning of time. They don't say pay something. attention to what's going on. They don't pay attention. They don't pay attention to the only concern. Either they don't people. pay attention or they don't care. They only like you're well, right. They're only well, they're only well, concerned about themselves. Well, they only care about themselves. But you know, I also think that some some of these actors, or at least this is the excuse they will tell you now. Some of them will tell you now that you know, oh, I didn't, you know, I was so new, I didn't want to, you know, say anything or. I was, but here's the thing, like, it makes no sense, and, and I know this just to be the truth, like, they would come in, get their makeup done or their hair done, it wouldn't be right, they would go to their trailers, fix their own makeup, do something to their hair, tweak their hair, you know, but mm-hmm. I feel like if they were sitting in the chair of a black artist, and a black artist messed their makeup up, or a black artist messed their hair up, they would be saying something right then and there. Oh, most definitely. I mean, most definitely. You know, I've gone in on several shows because um, to re- to do whatever because the black actor didn't like whatever was going on, you know, and, and stuff. And you're right. They're very vocal if we mess them up. Very vocal, you know. But it doesn't work. It's not the same. If, if, uh-uh. if um, somebody from persuasion, they'll go. They'll go to their trailer quietly and fix it. Yep. But let us make a mistake, and we're out of a job. Mhm. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know why that is. I really don't. I don't know why that. No. Is. And, and, 
you know, I, I, I have just made it a point that, and this is from the, I mean, from the time I started working, whenever I had the power to bring somebody in, I always made sure I, I always had a diverse trailer, always. Mm-hmm. Because I, yeah. I always, I always felt it was important. I, um, I just did. Yeah. And I think sometimes like yeah. for some of us, for some of us, it was just a normal thing to do. You didn't even really think about it. You you did it, Never you know, because it, it just made, it made sense. It just made sense. Never. Well, you know, no I, matter I because of how I was hired initially, most of the time, again, mm-hmm. I used to be the only black person on set. And when I mm-hmm. got in a position of power to make sure, I always made sure that I had a well diverse team so that no one person stood out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that they were qualified to do the job. Yeah, and, and and now now I you know now I think there's so many people who have been hired because of star requests and stuff, but they haven't been hired because of their qualifications. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes they, good they, sense. They come they come in as star requests, but a lot still don't because they've come in as star requests still don't take the time to make sure they're qualified to do the job. They might not have gone through the same ranks as working from the basics all the way up. A lot may be self-taught. A lot may have, you know, pieced their careers together and stuff, and um, and they never realize the importance of understanding how to properly department head a show how to properly key a show, how to properly work in background, um, how to be part of a team player. And um and, and I think that, that all of those things are surfacing really badly now. So so when you look to say, Oh, I wanna bring and diversify my department and I like work with this person, then you you realize that that person you like working with may not have the qualifications to be put in that position, and you only know them from bringing them in as a day checker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and stuff. So it's such a tricky dynamic. I don't think it. I don't think we have one cut and dry answer. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and I think I I think we still have to look to department heads to really take the time <laughs> pulling people. Because that's 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 the buck stops with them. To say I want so and so working with me, and then if you want so and so working with you, you also have the responsibility of making sure that so and so knows how to do their job properly too. Mhm. You know, I don't think it's enough yeah. to just bring them in. You got to make sure that they know how to do what's required of them. You know what I mean? And, and and I think and any good department head should do that. Right. You know, um and and there there's some people who will never step out of their comfort zone, regardless of what it is. They get hired all the time. They do predominantly white shows, they have all white departments and they will never step out of that comfort zone. And and it's not necessarily that they don't want to work with other people. But I think they've just created such comfort zones for themselves 
that they know how those people are around them, and they don't want to take the chance of anybody else. So we're dealing mm-hmm. with those issues. You know, because, you know, when they take the chance and then something goes wrong, it's like, you see, I brought in somebody who I didn't know. Right. So, you know, I think it is a tricky a tricky dynamic, and, and, I, and I think we, we have to start talking more to to these UPMs and these producers. And, um, you know, I, it, my mouth gets me in trouble all the time because I look around to see <laughs> who I'm working with. And even one of my shows, I said to the accountant, I said, I can't believe you're the accountant because never do I ever see a black accountant running a show. Mm-hmm. And he, he said to me, and, and I loved him to death, he said to me, he said, that's why I come in in a button-down shirt all the time, and I don't wear sweat to work. Mm. Because you don't see people like me in this position. And, wow. and I, I had to think about it for a minute. He said, if I don't present myself the right way, people overlook me and think that I'm just working as an assistant in the department or as a PA in the department. He said, but I'm the one that's running this department. So you see right there just the way, you know, the way he has to, because he realizes if he doesn't set himself apart, people right. are just going to assume that he is not the one in position. He's not the one right. calling. Right, definitely won't take him seriously. Yeah, and this was just two years ago, so you could just imagine. You know? Wow. He's like, nobody takes me seriously. Because, yeah, he says, you have no idea what I go through. Because they come and they talk right over his head. So it's not just the makeup in here. It's every department. Oh, no, it's every department. Mm-hmm. It's, every, it's every department. And, and, and I think when we get hired for a job, if you look over at camera and you go, hmm, camera doesn't look diversified to me, I think it's, well, I say something because <laughs> I, right. I want to know. I, I want to know why isn't you know why don't we have more in that department? You know why why does it look the way it looks? So I, I I just I just always have to say something because you know and and a lot of us just don't speak up. And, and, you know, because sometimes for some people, they don't think about it until you bring it up. Oh, I didn't, I didn't think about that. And then when you bring it up, they go, well, let me make sure I get somebody in here. You know, sometimes it's just just an oversight because they just don't think about it. And I, and I think we have to create those conversations constantly so that it will always be in the back of somebody's mind so that when they do go to put their departments together, that it's a conscious effort they make to make sure that it is diversified all the way through, and I and I and I think that's a, that I I think that that's you know it's conversations with those UPM and producers constantly. I, I don't think we can just rest on our laurels and make sure and and think it's going to happen. I think we just have to constantly say it and do it. And I think it's up to these actors when they're working, black, white, yellow, green, or purple, to make sure that the departments are diversified. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think it's up to them to say something and don't just, you know, be happy with what they're getting. You know what I mean? It's like when they go on set, they should make sure. Part of their responsibility is to make sure that you're working with a diverse crew, period. And, 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 and I, I don't I don't think they pay enough attention either. There are a few of them that definitely pay it. They definitely pay attention to what's going on, and they definitely make the point, hey, wait a minute, some, you know. But then there's some who don't give a rat's patootie. They don't, they, don't, yeah. they don't care. At all. You know, they don't care, and, 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 and we have to care. We, we, we have to care. We, we have to have, you know, black, white, green, yellow, purple, Asian, you know, Everybody in there, gay, straight, everybody. I mean, we just have to. That 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 that's what it, it it should be. It should be reflective of the world that we live in. It. You know, definitely should. And I think it's our responsibility as artists to do that. That's why we're artists. You know. Man, it's, it's, it's just a very sad state of affairs, I think, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it's definitely going to take education all around, you know, whether it's a hairstylist or makeup artist who, you know, they're not familiar with certain hair textures or certain skin tones, certain skin conditions. Um, it's just going to take, you know, education. Um, you know, and, it, and it's not just the the black white thing. I mean, you know, you have yeah. um, you have uh, makeup artists who who are not familiar with working with older actors. No, nope. can't necessarily work with older actors. You have situations where you're not people are not hiring older um, hairstylists or, or makeup artists in their department. So, I mean, so that's, that's an right. issue there as well. So. Oh, most definitely, most definitely, because I'm in the over-age category. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so funny because, I, you know, I know for a fact that I wasn't hired initially on a show because I think it was an age fact. And they thought that, the, 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 um, that they needed somebody younger who can do wing liner and all this kind of stuff, you know? And um, mm-hmm. but that wing liner couldn't run a department. Yeah, you know what I mean. So so yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. it, it, it's a definite, a definite age factor, definite age factor. I mean, it, it's a combination of all of those things, and and I really think well, we have to start paying more attention attention. To, to the details of who are around us. And these UPMs only run around and scrunch when it's like, oh, my God, um, so-and-so is in here, and now we got to go find a black hairdresser and a black makeup artist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, 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 they panic, and, 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 they, and they do that, you know what I mean? And, 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 and you know, it, I, I, I love that. I love that. You know, like Bette Midler's makeup artist, not not Eugenia. Eugenia does her for a lot of other stuff, but who does her film and stuff? She's a black woman, you know. 
Mm-hmm. John Travolta's makeup, John Travolta's makeup artist, and I, I, I don't know if he still uses her, but I know she's a black woman too. Mhm. You know, and that's good to see. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It, it's absolutely. good to see the the diversity and, and and stuff. And I point that out because it's good to see the diversity. It, it's not about it, it. It's not about the color of the skin. It's about the trust factor and the person making me look my personal best, you know, and and I and I think we have to 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 really start mixing it up and um and this black white thing and age thing kills me. It just kills me. It kills me. Yeah. It, 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 it's like and it, it doesn't have to be this way. And and I think we as individuals need to just start paying paying better attention to 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 who we surround ourselves with, you know. Right. We yeah. Just, we just have. We just, we right. just have. We just have to. You know. Um. And but because I see that casting has made a real definitive effort to mix it up. Yeah. I've been yes. noticing. I've been noticing that a lot. I've been noticing that a lot. The only thing that casting needs to really get straight is when they're doing the younger versions or the older versions of these people is to make sure that they're making them close in complexion. <laughs> because, you know, sometimes you think Stevie Wonder's casting the people because, you know, you put somebody who's really dark and then you you put the younger version of them as like 300 shades lighter and it's supposed to be believable. Right. <laughs> you know? So, so, so. But but I, I see they've made some really strong efforts to to mix up, and that's something that I'm real because every show I'm looking at now I really see the difference. Mhm. And and how how much because we're watching a show right now and it's it's um Tony Collette and Omari mm-hmm. Hardwick is playing her husband, her ex husband. Oh, okay. We would, we would, three years ago, we never would have had that. Yeah. Tony Collette. Yeah, I was kind of, um, huh? I was kind of shocked with, um, with, I was kind of shocked with, uh, Kristen Bell and, um, yeah. And, um, yeah. uh, what's his name? The green eyed uh, guy. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, on, <laughs> on the Netflix show. The woman next, the woman across the street yes. from the girl in the window, whatever. Yeah. Yes. So, I was kind of surprised at that. You know, so so you you're definitely seeing a change there. You are. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very in-your-face, definitive change that we're seeing, and I think we in the makeup and hair trailer and the rest of the crew just needs to catch up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only way that that's but, gonna happen is through department heads speaking up and and mm-hmm. and keys speaking up and 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 your u p m s and producers yeah, yeah. And that's where it starts, you know they've gotta so, be willing to hire and then and then our I actors do. you know yeah and I do know that um on some shows like like some shows that I know of here in Atlanta where you know some of our black friends are being called to come in on these um, predominantly white shows 
um, because they have a black actor. Now, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's the department heads hiring the, the, the black artist because the person is black or mm-hmm. if, they're, if they're hiring them because the actor is requesting a black person. So I don't know what mm-hmm. the, you know, the scenario is. Um, or if they're hiring them because they just want to diversify their department. I'm taking the high road on that one. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I mean, I don't know what this. I don't know what the situation is. So, um, you know, I guess you'll never know because you're not going around asking why did you hire a black person. You know what I mean? Um, right, right, but, right. But, but what I'm saying is, and I say that because I don't know. Um, I guess regardless of whatever the reason is, um, I'm glad a per a black person got the opportunity to work. I, you know, I feel very strongly about. Um, being hired because I'm black. I do. I, I just feel strongly mm-hmm. about, you know, like, like I've, I want to be known for, I mean, I want people to hire me because they believe I can do the job, not because, not because of the you need a black. Yeah. But that's a whole nother conversation. But I'm just saying like, but, so I don't know, like I said, I don't know if it's because the black actor requested it, which would be nice to know that actors are doing that more. Um, but I don't mm-hmm. know. If but you know, I'm, sure. I'm I'm thinking back on the situation, like what you just mentioned, Denise. Um, probably a, I don't know, three or four weeks ago, maybe I got uh, a text message about you know asking if I was available because um, this makeup artist was on, she was king this show and uh, the the actor the black actor it was a, it was um, he um, I guess I'm not sure if he was requesting like she said. But they wanted someone to come in just for him, mm-hmm. and they wanted somebody to come in just for him. And the person who was asking me, she was white, but I was thinking like, we worked together on shows, shows with a ton of white actors, shows with a ton of black actors. I know she can do it. So I'm and I'm and I'm thinking, and it's just a guy, so it's it's no big deal. So for, for me. Knowing who she was and thinking about what I've seen her do, you know, the very first time I met her was on a movie with nothing but black actors, and it was a period movie. And, you know, she had no problem with that makeup. So I, I knew it wasn't a, a matter of them her wanting to hire to somebody, her not being able to do the job. It was right. either a matter of, like you said, taking the high road, and they're just trying to diversify, but I didn't necessarily think that was the case either. She was
I think it's a good thing. Well, you know, even sometimes it, it might not even come from the actor. It might come from the, the agent, manager, you know what I mean? So-and-so yeah. is coming in. Can we make sure that he's comfortable and put somebody of color in there? Sometimes it's that, too, you know? Yeah. And and, and the actor Absolutely. doesn't even know what's going on. Right. Exactly. Because, you know, you might get in there and the actor be surprised, like, oh, I'm glad, you know, <laughs> they mm-hmm. got you for me or something like that and not even realize, you know. Yep. So you're yeah. so you're right. It could be more so the agent or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because well, that's well, nice too. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 I, I mean, I love when when I'm working, and you know that anybody can do anybody, and it's just such a breather and such a relief. You know what I mean? And and, mm-hmm. and, and it's right. not a trip. You're not tripping over things that. Well, you call yourself a makeup artist. We all should be able to do all these basic things. That's what we do, you know? Right. And, and, and that's the part right and, there. We all should be able to do all. You know, and I, I don't understand why I blame some of these schools. Some of these schools take it and categorize us as a specialty. We're not a specialty. We're skin with blood. And textured here, we're not a specialty, you know, right? <laughs> and, and stuff, and, and and you know, so some of these schools, and you know, so so we 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 some of the education is off, some of it is off, you know, um, um, you know, it, it's it's like I mean, I've seen requests for somebody who's comfortable with urban hair and makeup. What the hell is urban hair and makeup? I, I mean, you know, all <laughs> these crazy terms that people come up with. I'm like, I don't know what urban hair and makeup is. Uh, I love it when they say ethnic hair and makeup. Yeah, what, what is that? <laughs> what is that? You know, <laughs> I, all this kind of foolishness don't make no sense to me. You know, because you use those terms in a reverse category, and you sound like a bubbling buffoon. <laughs> right. You, you know. Absolutely. It, it makes it makes no sense. Absolutely. So I I don't understand some of this foolishness we deal with. I really don't. It's like, why can't we all just get along? Exactly. But listen, let me ask you this, Marietta. While we have a few minutes left, um, here's a little bit, because we talked mostly about, you know, the film and television world, but what about the cosmetics side of beauty? Um, You know, we're talking about um, beauty standards and, you know, products, advertising, um, you know, the cosmetics industry, you know, some of the advertisements that we see, um, the color ranges that um, were not there in the past. We're starting to see, you know, within the last few years, a difference. Um, and with that has been, a, at least in, in, in stores like you see Sephora or what have you, you'll start to see some advertisements that look a little different. What's your thoughts on the cosmetics industry and where they're going um, where they're going now with diversity. 
Um, I, I think they've made um, a lot of strides. Um, I was just talking to someone about that the other day. I said, you know, when, when, when I was in college and, 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 you know, if I had known such a thing as being able to intern in a, a place like Estee Lauder or any of those, you know, but it was a, such a well-guarded secret for only a, a privileged few. You know, and 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 so we've made tremendous strides actually, and um, but I think there's still some companies, mainstream companies, that their darker shades still don't address what's necessary. They're they're dark because they're just dark, but they're they're so still so far out of the ballpark. I, I don't know if that makes sense to you. You know, it's like, look, we've got darkness in the line, but it they're does. not shit. And then they, then they pull them out of the line because they're not selling. Well, they don't sell because they don't address the issue. Exactly. They're just dark for dark. They're not, they're not, some of them are not red enough. Some of them are too red. You know what I mean? But I don't know who they're testing some of this stuff on. But they're still not hitting the nail on the head. With some of those medium to darker shades, you know what I mean, um, and 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 yeah, it, 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 you know they, they they don't have the the right combinations. I do see a big change in the advertising as far as now you see so many more beautiful dark girls um, than you've seen before. You didn't used to see any. Now you have a lot more diversity as far as that's concerned. You really do. Um, Lipstick shades are great. My biggest, it's just the color cosmetics. It's just the foundation part that, that I think we still just need to tweak a little bit more. Well, darn it, some of these lighter shades aren't addressed either. So, like, they don't have the pink tones. They pull some of these lines. have pull all the pink tones out of the, the, the line, and you can't fit, do a pink tone person because everything's too yellow. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, so I, think, I think the lab needs to start pulling in real people. And they're testing, you know, um, and, and start it. addressing more universal global shades. Mm-hmm. Because I agree. It, it, I think... No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, no, I was just going to say I agree. I think, like you said, they need to start testing on real people because that's that's where you're going to know exactly you know, like this is too red or this does not have enough red or, or enough pink or what have you, if you're testing on real people, they can't possibly be testing on real people. No, because somebody like my my shade, I, I mean, I always have to mix two shades together because the bottle felt very few in a bottle can match me, very, very few, because what happens is I am that color, it's either two olive greens for my skin, and I got to put red in it, or it's just too red for my skin. You know what I mean? It's not enough of the two. So I always have to get that one that's close in the, the that yellow-green color and the one that's close in that red color and put them together to try to, 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 to create some kind of balance. Um, in it. But I never could seem to find one that's matching up my skin. It's always magic for me playing, you know. I got to mix, 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 mix to try to get it right. 
Right. You know, um, and, and stuff. So I, I think I think we're miss, still missing the mark there. We, I don't think we quite have our foundation the way they're supposed to be yet. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I, I, think I think all across the board there's still more work to do. Um, yeah. Mhm. I think there's you know there's been some effort. Um, things have gotten a little better, but there's still a lot more work to do. Um, yes, I, so agree with, I agree with you. Mhm. But, but I think because we make a part of we mix so much to begin with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That sometimes we don't think right. we don't think sometimes we don't think about it. But then, with the average consumer, they 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 have issues. Yeah. Right. Well, the average consumer is the average consumer is not going to purchase, you know, two two foundations at forty eight dollars. You know, they're not mm-hmm. going to do that. They're you know they're they're going to want one and that's it. And that one has mm-hmm. to work. Um, mm-hmm. So again, it's just about you know in the cosmetics industry, it's just about them, like you said, testing on real people, um, finding out what these products are missing, it's more mm-hmm. than just a color range. You know, it's more than just a color range and extending the range. It's more than that. And they need right. to know that and find that out. And then in film and TV, like you said, we need UPMs and producers, um, department heads and keys. We need them all talking and having conversations. And producers and, and UPMs need to know, you know, what we do and what it takes yeah. for us to do what we do. And why, you know, uh, years ago, I'll say this really quickly, years ago, I remember working on um, Step Up, I think it was Step Up, no, it was the first Step Up, I wasn't, um, I think it was the first Step Up movie, and um, the key hairstylist called me and said, can you explain to my department head, so the key hairstylist was black and department head was white, she said, can you explain to my department head why we need a barber? on set almost every every day or every other day at least. And I had to explain to her, you know, about black men and their hair. She just didn't get it at first. So yeah. when the key was trying to say, Well we need that we need to hire a barber, she's like, No, we don't need a barber. We don't need this. We don't need it. you know, I can I can do the hair or whatever. And she just didn't get it. And then after I explained to her that she realized, I guess she realized that the key was not lying. She was telling the truth. You know, at that point, they did go ahead and um, hire a barber to come in. But it's things like that, like the people that don't know, whether it's a UPM or whether it's a department head, but the people that don't know, they have to take the time to listen. When somebody is explaining to you that you need certain things, they need to take the time to really listen and understand and just get a better understanding of what it's all about. You know, that show had a lot of um, black men. Um, it did have, you know, it was kind of like a mixed cast. Now I'm thinking back on it. It was a mixed cast, but when you when black people show up, <laughs> you have to have somebody there whether they're male or female. A lot of times we think about the women, but you got to think about these black men too. Yeah, yeah. And, and well, you know what it comes from too. She might not have been 
Um, the probably one of the reasons of not understanding is because for so long as makeup artists, we did all the facial hair. Yeah. You know? And and um and because that's just the way it was. And it's only now with the influx of a lot more black men working that you have barbers on the set the way that we have barbers on set now because you didn't have barbers on set like that. You just didn't. didn't. You know, because all the grooming were done by makeup artists and and not barbers, really. You know, but now, now a lot, all that grooming is being done by barbers. Well, and another thing about that, you know, I just feel like this doesn't have anything to do with diversity, but I just feel like some of these barbers, you know, they're just doing what they're used to doing when it comes to that, all the grooming. Nobody is telling them, look, hey, the makeup artist is the one who does this. Oh, well, they're just, well, they're, well I, had, I got into I, I'm like, step back. Because when you come in here and you cut this here and I got to turn around and match it, you're just cutting here. And you can't just cut that here without understanding that over the next two months, I got to match that hair. So mm-hmm. I exactly. you, didn't touch that. you did not touch that facial hair. And if you're going to touch that facial hair, you're going to do it under my guidance. You're going to keep Yeah. And you're, you're going to do it, it under my guidance <laughs> and you're going to do it the whole show. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Because... Because you are not going to cut that mustache the way you want to cut that mustache, and then next week it's something totally different. Yep. That's not how this is going to work. Let me clear it up right now. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, we have to have more conversations. Mm -hmm. And those conversations have to be with our actors. I know you have a barber. And I know you want your barber in here, but this is a period show, and we're going to have to do continuity, and I realize your barber has no clue what that means, so we're going to have to have a conversation. Yeah. We're going to have to educate your barber if he doesn't know, because he can't come out of the salon and come to the set and cut your hair and then do what he feels like doing. No, it doesn't work that way. So we got to have conversations yeah. with that one, you know. Every barber is not a Stacy, No. Or a victim, you know what I mean? Right. Oh, my God, no. You know, so they need the education. Again, I think, a, I think a lot of stuff just requires more conversation with each other. That's it, yeah. To, yep. to avoid all this misconception and stuff more dialogue, more conversation until we get where we need to be, where it's more of a comfort and the norm. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Because absolutely. The, the, what, what, what I find is happening is you've got old school stuff with new age stuff, and because we don't have conversations, the two aren't meeting. So when you get these the, the the traditional union person who now all of a sudden a barber's coming in and doing 
the facial hair, that's not the norm for that old school union person. It's not. So so we have to have more conversations. We we have to have. Right. And even these actors that come in, they don't know that. They don't know that that's the job of a makeup artist. They just don't know that. And then you have hairstylists who don't know the history of no. the makeup department. No. They don't have a freaking clue. And so that's why they're they're allowing these barbers to touch this facial hair. Yeah. Yes, they they don't know. So, again, we have got 21st, 21st century with 20th century, early 20th century knowledge that the two need to come together. They, re- they really need to come together. Yeah. And, again, it's the same with a lot of these UPMs and stuff. They, they're the... They're not getting what's necessary to make this stuff. The, you know, Hollywood, old white men. Right. They need to understand that there's so much that has changed. We don't have the old studio system anymore. You know, the studios don't control the actors. So we got to have conversation and dialogue. The format that you've been using for the last hundred years you need to set it aside now and, and, and start to adjust and adapt to something that's new and have better and more conversations and, 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 and stop with the formula that you have been using. And until people like us keep talking, keep making more awareness, it's not going to happen. You're right. You know, and, and it's not going to happen, and, you know. Uh, and a lot of and a lot of these people who are working now within the Atlanta area, a lot of them do not have the knowledge. And I'm not knocking Atlanta. I'm just saying that a lot have come through different doors, not necessarily the front door. And 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 what has happened is they don't are not ne- they've gotten the opportunity, but they haven't necessarily come with the history and the education that goes along with the opportunity. And that's what's wrong with the unions just, and I, you know, and people can say it's a right to work state. I really don't even want to hear that. But that's what's wrong with a lot of non-union people coming from reality shows and and all of these other places, that unscripted mess, thinking they can do makeup for TV. You do makeup for reality, not TV. We and are this filmmakers. is part of the reason why we have the problem. We are filmmakers. We are character. We are character makers. We are not. We are not makeup artists because makeup artists put on makeup. We develop characters. Yep, that's what we do. And and yep. you see it when on all a lot of these episodics because. They are putting on makeup. They are not developing characters. There, they are just putting nope. on makeup and doing hairstyles. They are not developing characters. They are not the characters are not evolving at all, at, at all. And it is so evident. And it is when my husband wants to throw the phone at the TV because that lady should not be in that much makeup. 
in the situation she's in, you know something's wrong. And and that you know you you're not you are just doing stuff, but it has nothing to do with the fact that your character is in a greasy kitchen all day long cooking. You know, I mean, it's not making any kind of sense. Or your character is an older woman, and 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 that that's not the situation she's in. She's only going to meet her girlfriend for coffee. She doesn't need the full set of eyelashes and all that that are visible to the naked eye. So you're not you're not doing you're not doing your characters. You're just doing makeup. And and, and, and and that's what separates us from makeup artists to filmmakers. Absolutely. And, and because you're good at huh? That's it absolutely. And because you're an excellent makeup artist, I'm not knocking your craft. You're an excellent but it doesn't mean that you're good in this capacity unless you understand how to develop the characters you're working on because they are characters. They're characters. Then it's not your, it's not a fashion show. It's not a they're characters. Somebody's a lawyer. Somebody's a a, a doctor. Somebody is they're, they're everyday people. There's no makeup artist putting on their makeup. They're doing the makeup themselves. So it has to look that way. And, and that kills me. It's like that kills me when you wake up out of bed with a full face of makeup. You know, and that that makes no sense to me. We we are filmmakers. We, we, that's what we do. We we are not just applying makeup to people to apply it. The, the characters exactly. have to have an evolution, huh? I said exactly. I said exactly. Yeah, they they have to have an an evolution, and 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 these UPMs and stuff, they hire people, but they're not hiring people realizing that you want them to deliver that character, because that's what the director's doing. Right. You know. Yeah, but this industry needs a little overhaul. They need some. We need some serious conversations. <laughs> Absolutely, we sure do. <laughs> well, let me ask you, Marietta, do you have a Twitter account? I don't know. I think I do, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, don't laugh. I haven't I, used Twitter in so long. I think you are at Marietta CN, I think. I mean, uh, I, haven't, I haven't used Twitter you know, in so long. We've managed to do what we always do when we get on here. We've managed to go from one topic to <laughs> a totally another conversation about something else. But I would love to continue the conversation on okay. what is it called? Twitter? On Twitter? On Twitter? Yeah. I think, I think yeah, you don't I, have to I, type I, anything. You just listen. I think I have, I have so a Twitter account. Okay, well, you'll get it. It's still talking. It's not tweeting anything, but you'll get an invite in a few minutes, actually. But where is my Twitter account? Lord have mercy. I haven't used that Twitter account in so long. (laughs) Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Oh, Jesus. Let's see. Oh, I think I found it. I found it. I found it. 
good. Okay. <laughs> well, we I are going to um, we're going to jump off of here and jump on the Twitter Spaces for about thirty minutes. We have a timekeeper. Uh, let's see. Sharon Tina's listening tonight. <laughs> Sharon Tina, you be the you be the timekeeper. Thirty minutes, please. Um, where am I? Where am I going in the Twitter? Well, just look um, for look for gonna, a um, look for you. I'll send you an invitation. You'll see it um, come to your other DMs or or something like that. You'll see it. But just go to the beauty talk. You can actually go to beauty underscore talk, and okay, you'll see it um, on that page. Yeah, you'll see it on that page. But you, it's on, but it's got to be on your phone though. It can't be on your uh, can't be on your laptop. I'm, phone, on, the, I'm, on, your the phone. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, Marietta, for joining us right here on Blog Talk Radio. We appreciate you being on with us tonight here as well, and we'll check you out in a couple minutes on Twitter. All right. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You're welcome. Thank you. Absolutely. And thank you guys who tuned in um, online or via the phone lines. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. And for those who will listen on the playback, we thank you as well. Um, but Rick and Ray go jump on Twitter spaces for those of you who don't know, we go on Twitter maybe about five minutes or so after we get off of here and we try to stay on for 30 minutes. We either continue the conversation from tonight or just talk about whatever else we want to talk about. So we would love it if some of you who are out there listening tonight would jump on Twitter, follow beauty underscore talk, and we'll start our Twitter room. Um, is it room or spaces? In a few minutes. We'll start our Twitter space in a few minutes. Twitter spaces. It'll be Twitter spaces. We'll start in a few seconds. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.